and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. And greetings and salutations once again, everybody, and welcome to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I'm Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Uh, how are you doing today, Pat? I'm well, actually. I'm quite it's well. It's a I'm nice day. Sleep. It's a gorgeous day. Yeah, we have the extra hour. Yeah. It's daylight savings time. Hmm. Or no, it's it's normal daylight time. Standard. It's daylight yes, standard, standard time. time. Yes. I got you. Yes. I always get that confused. Nah, I just... Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. When it happens in the summer, and then I'm like, oh, it's so dark Yes. in the winter. Yes, it's so. going to get dark very quickly now. Yeah, I'm not happy about that, but no. I'm not happy about much these days, well. except for Ultraman Rubu, because <laughs> I'm really getting into it now. I'm liking um, it. Yeah. Liking it. So we're going to get episode four. four out of the way, The Winning Ball of Light. Yes. Uh, written by uh, Sacho Yanai and directed by uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi. Now, as we've seen, he is... Uh, we've seen him, you know, uh, he's, he's directed a lot of these. And apparently he did Orb and some other Ultras, like Ultraman X. Oh, okay, so he knows, yeah. he kind of knows what he's doing yeah. with the Ultras, which is good. Yeah. Here's our quick summary. Back in high school, Katsumi was a pitcher for his high school baseball team. The eldest of the Minato siblings gave up on his dreams when their mother disappeared so as to support his family. Right. He shows off his burning fighting spirit in retirement match for a local baseball team's coach. And that coach is the same coach he had in high school. Yeah, yeah. Just to give away little yeah. bits of the show. Yeah. So uh, he's injured during his battle with a monster and uses the coach's words and skills as a pitcher to find renewed determination in his Yay. mission as Ultraman. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that's basically, that's what this coach does. Yeah. You can see these are the... Three Stooges, the Keystone Cops of baseball. They run into each other. Yeah. They can't catch They're not anything. Great. They're not He's, great. Dude, how great was this guy? Just like, ping, ping, just like whiffing balls in the center field. Well, I mean, no effort. He's like, coming up on your left, ping. Well, that's what <laughs> baseball coaches do. Yeah. And I'm good But with I'm that. always impressed by that. I don't care who we are. <laughs> I, it's still an amazing skill to me. As someone who does not yeah. hit a baseball very well. Oh, I hit a baseball decently. Yeah. I'll have to admit. Unless well, if I connect it, it's pretty good. But it's the connecting. I usually yeah. connect. Yeah. I can usually connect with a, a you know, a decent stroke. I am that missed connections page in the Village Voice <laughs> in human form. I gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. You were a baseball traveling at this amount of miles an hour. <laughs> I was a guy holding a bat standing over a plate. I whiffed. You know, like, <laughs> would love to see to you again. Figure out the physics while everybody else is just hitting the darn thing. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying. I, and my, my childhood neighbor will attest to this. They were like, you just got to relax a minute. And just try to meet the ball. You're just just hacking at it like a barbarian. Which is true. I'm like, ah, was, yeah, surely I can make three squads. One, two, three strikes you're out. Yeah, yeah, three yeah, three yeah yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. One, two, three strikes you're out. One, two, three strikes you're out. Yes. Back to our old Bugs Bunny. Yes. <laughs> so after the win, uh, the first win of the baseball season, the White Bears. Oh, no, no, they lost. They lost. They no, no, hold on. This is from the beginning. No, it is. In the beginning, the team loses. 
but the coach still cheers them on because they tried hard. Okay, well then somebody at the wiki, at the fandom wiki, is not paying attention. No, that's fine because you kind of think that they might have won because the coach is just really rooting them on and yeah. really gave it a good shot and blah blah. And you're sitting there going, "Okay, they lost." All right. But there you, you know, go. because they, like I said, the Keystone Cops of baseball, which I thought was great. <clears throat> yeah. You know. But they tried hard, and that's all the coach can really go on is, you know what? I'm coaching you guys to try hard. I understand you guys have no skill, but you're <laughs> trying, and that's all I can do. Yeah. So you want to listen, you're like, yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. exactly. Um, so they meet, they, the team is the White Bears, right. and they visit Quattro M, the store, for a team meeting because it's a huge place. There's and it's this, amazing it's how... It's a tiny little boutique, and they have so much going on. Right, right. But And you can <coughs> a full baseball team into what is a retail store, which, okay, maybe if it's in this a mall like a giant Sears or a JCPenney, but if it's a little one-door store, you're not getting yeah, 10, 12 people in there. It's not happening. Well, you can, but it's you obviously you have to do it after business hours or whatnot. I guess. So... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Kumashiro Matsuo, the coach, orders the team to practice the week after next for the next match against the Joku District team. However, he also states that he'll be resigning as coach due to his health problems. Right. And then Katsuo trains the team. <laughs> and bends and stretches. And One of Pat's favorite things, a training montage! <laughs> and I, I really didn't want to see another training montage, but it didn't have anything at all to do with the show. No. Just a nice little waste of time. Yeah. I'm okay. I love that when they were duck walking and he's, I'm like, you better start hitting somebody with that stick. <laughs> For this to be a proper training montage, someone needs to get beaten severely. Um, so Katsumi, uh, determined to win the match, becomes even stronger, and he doesn't want his coach to leave in shame. Uh, but I really love that they were, they were like, everything he tries to do, they're like, you know, that's scientifically not good for you. He's like, whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does that same what take, like four, like four times in a row. It's hysterical. <laughs> if you don't think this show is intentionally trying to be camp, Oh, it, it absolutely is. I'm You're, over the fact now yeah. that it is trying. It is absolutely camp. I'm just going to sit and, and it's enjoy great. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, now, under his lead, the team trains harshly for two weeks, but the day before the game, Akasumi decides to train overnight. And they this brought up a fight between him and another teammate. And uh, Isami informs Kasumi that a kaiju has appeared down, uh, near Mount Muho. And the two take off to investigate. They find a red king lumbering across the terrain, so they transform into ultras to combat the monster. What I love about this red king is that he is very sumo. Like when he's like, with the leg, the big legs going over, like the big thigh moves. And that's how he kicks with that big side leg. Side leg. He whips around the tail every once in a while. And now, they do do a full transformation. Mm-hmm, but, but it's quicker. It is a lot, not just a little faster. Yeah. It is a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay. Yeah. As long as they're speeding it up and not making sure you lovingly watch every slow move. Yeah, now exactly. Now, zing, 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 zing. Still a full transformation. Yeah. But it's zing, 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 zing. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, but now, the blue throws his energy at Red King, who then... Catches it, sorry, sorry. Catches it and throws it back, right. which I thought was great. Yeah, 
You're like, wait a minute, how's that supposed to work? And then somehow, Red King just disappears, and this little drone comes and picks up the Red King crystal, mm -hmm. which becomes important. No, that doesn't happen until later. Well, no, that's... Oh, no, after, Red the King fight. Defeats, after the Red fight. Red King defeats the Ultras and leaves. Right, so the brothers head drone. back to the city. Um, afterwards, the coach finds Katsumi alone in the locker room and notices his right shoulder is injured. So he treats the injury. They begin talking about the monster that appeared pre recently. And he gives... Uh, the coach gives Katsumi three RB crystals. Right. Um, at the time, uh, his ancestors found it during the Comet Incident. Now, the Comet Incident is supposed to have taken place 1,300 years ago is what they're going with. I like that, yeah. You're going to keep crystals for 1,300 years? If you thought they were that important, sure. You pass okay. it down to your thing. You say, this is important. This is going to come in handy someday. When they're monsters. Okay. Destroying everything. Okay. <laughs> and you know I what's going to motivate people? Monsters, monsters destroying everything. Yeah, I guess. You're like, I okay, guess. fair enough. Giant monsters. I mean, the only thing I've kept for 30 years <laughs> is fraternity stuff. <coughs> well, here's another thing. Go ahead. One, we have a lot more stuff. 1,300 years ago... There wasn't much you could pass down. Right. So, like, look, this is important. Also, this is your grandfather's collection. Yeah. What else could what? I mean, what else are you going to pass down? True. Like, true. You can't pass wood down. You can't pass. Anything. Yeah. There isn't going to be much. You're going to pass down like a sword or um, or three crystals. Okay. Yeah. Or a like jewelry, something like that, maybe. But three, and we say crystals with. Massive air quotes. Oh, huge. Because they are clickety clacking in the box. Oh, they like are plastic. Glass. They are absolute glass plastic, whatever they are. They're as cheaply made as you can be. They are the toys. Back. No, I get that. That kills me. That's the only thing that. I understand you gotta sell toys. I get it. But I just want them to dress the actual toys up a, a little. little. Uh, just a little. Like. Put what some, they did is they put a light underneath it to dress it up that way so it looks like it's glowing well, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it does that when you put it in the, the you know space accordion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... But it's also in the case itself. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sure. it so it'll glow, and you're not thinking it's a toy, but, oh, yeah, it's But, yeah, you know it's the, the actually toy. the thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, they made these toys for these guys to use. By God, you're going to use That's them. Right. We're going to go sell them as soon as the show's done. But I want... You, you know what I was thinking about last night when I was watching the second episode? Is that the toys for next year's Ultra Series are designed and ready. So they already right know now. what they're doing. Right now. Okay. Because they know they have to write it into the script. Yeah. They know they have to shoot the shows. True. And so those toys have to be done for, before the show has even started crazy yeah 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 and if you actually worked on the Ultraman show you would know what the next thing is going to yeah. be now, I mean they haven't started shooting yet but you would know that oh there's going to be this sword and there's going to be this and, um, and a space accordion and oh alright yeah so alright and then um, as they're wait 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 wait, wait, wait. So they, now they have the the team the white bears go against the uh, the Joku District Stars the next day at the baseball game. Right, and Azen arrives. Of course he does, <laughs> and tries to boost the team with microphones and dancing and this and right. that and rah rah rah. Let's go, 
And then he somehow gets the Red King crystal. Yeah, well, he goes out to use the bathroom. Right, of course. And I don't know whether he becomes Red King. Mm -mm. He controls He's Red summoning King. them. Summoning them. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's sort of like how um, What's-His-Face in the last show could summon monsters, but, okay. you know. He wasn't the actual monster right. himself. Until he was. Yeah, until he was. Well, that's <laughs> what I, I But then Katsu, who is their pitcher, and is pretty much striking everybody out, yeah. realizes he has to leave to go fight Red King. Right. And the coach just lets him. Coach is like, do what you got to do, because coach knows it's him. I kind of figured that... Well, he even said, he goes, you know that giant, that Ultraman was throwing some pretty mean fireballs the other night. Reminded me of somebody. Yeah, yeah, so he kind of... Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, he, may, <laughs> he may as well have done the hard lean and done Gail Gordon. Well, oh, it's you! Shocking! <laughs> oh. So... Um, and that's why he gave him the crystals in the first place. Because he realized he, he realized who was. Like, quite you could that. probably use these things that look remarkably like what the Ultraman look like. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, so, God. of course, um, the, uh, he, you know, he goes off. His brother's already fighting him. Right. And now, when Katsumi leaves, he, they do yet another full transformation scene. Again, sped up. Good. Okay. Fine. Now they. Then the coach takes over as pitcher. You forgot to put. Oh, yeah. He's like, we're pitcher. Yeah, pitcher change. It's gonna be me. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know why. I love the stones on this man. <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, I'm 78. That's fine. I'll still do it. But they start to fight Red King. Mm -hmm. Are losing. Mm -hmm. They pull out their sluggers. Yep. Still losing. Yep. And then somehow, and this is where I missed it, they use a crystal on the slugger itself. That's why, that's when it was solidified. They did it last episode. They started it. They used the zero, they used the zero crystal on the one slugger and it became the dual Oh, no, like that's, the dual that's this episode. No, they did it last episode, too. No, last episode. No, I'm he, telling you. he had. They did it last episode. I have to look again. Yeah. But they, this one, they actually pointed it out that it was the Zero Twin Slicer. Oh, was it this episode it was that this I episode. watched it the other day? All right, well, this is what solidified me. Like, this is totally parody. <laughs> this is totally like, like, look, we're adding more stuff to this toy. Like, immediately. Oh, yeah. There, there's no ramp up. That's the thing about no. this. They're just going. We're just going to keep adding stuff and adding stuff, and we'll add more stuff because why not? We got to sell all this nonsense. Right, right, right. Which is fine. They use the Zero Twin Slicer, yeah. which amazingly defeats the Red King, and along comes the drone to pick up the Red King crystal. Now. Right. But his right, uh, but Kasumi wants to use it, but he can't do it because his injured right shoulder. Remember, is he's, he's trying oh, to do the right, slashes, right, and you right. can see this like red, yeah, this yeah. like red thing on his um, arm like it's like indicating he's injured but then uh but then um the hell's his brother's name that i can't remember now um minato minato uh as blue uses the aqua jet blast to heal the wound which i thought was pretty crappy yes yes because now we can heal each other too oh okay cool sure why not okay <laughs> Kazumi rhymes on the baseball field and sees uh kumashiro standing alone he realizes he's looking at the scoreboard and his team has lost the match. And the coach even says, yeah, I tried really hard, but I gave up a grand slam yep. and that was the end of the game. Oh, great. 
Yeah. Thanks. Let us feel even worse for. Right, right. For and then he realizes that the, the coach doesn't care about winning or losing. He just said it was just a great game. Yeah. yeah. That was the best send off I could have gotten. I like that. And I, it was because he got to pitch again. Yes. Even though you knew he really couldn't do it, and obviously giving up a grand slam, you know he just can't pitch anymore. But he got to try, right. and that's what the coach keeps pushing: is you got to keep trying. Right. Hey. And in the final scene, Makato is seen in a dim room admiring his collection of ruby ruby crystals in the ruby crystal collection case. Yes, of course. Available in stores now. Of course. And then they give at the very end a crystal thing. For uh, zero, zero, which they tell you gives you the twin zero slugger, so that way you know exactly how you're supposed to use it. Right, right. And all this kind of stuff. Oh God! <laughs> all right. I understand they're trying to sell this stuff. I get it. But now we're going to tell you how to play with your toys at the end of the show every time. Sure. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. But you know who's next? Yeah, oh, I know. I've got it written down. Oh, Red, Red King, King for our Monster Minute. Go for it. I'm not going to stop it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Red King, one of our one of our favorite monsters, Corn Godzilla himself. Absolutely. Um, has made his appearance in the series, which is nice. Um, this is one of my, my first... Uh, this is one of the first Ultraman monsters I ever really was like... Yeah, he's so a cool-looking cool monster. He really is. And I like the fact that, uh, <coughs> pardon me, they fight out in the wilderness where he's got plenty of rocks to throw around. Oh, That's yeah. one of his big things. His big things, chucking rocks. Yep, yep. And uh, let's you see. You want to give the stats anyway, even though we had before? 45 Probably. meters tall, um... 20,000 tons, somewhat of a lightweight, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Well, he's very thin up top. That's right. It's, it's, all, <laughs> it's all neck. Um, let me see if I can find some stuff here. Trivia, this Red King is much more competent at fighting compared to his other counterparts' comical nature, as he was able to defeat Rosso and Blue with ease, even redirecting Rosso's energy bullet back at him. Um, he was smart enough, as, show, as shown in the second battle, to target Rosa's earlier injury because yes. he remembered it. Yes. Um, he has been re uh, referred to this arcane incarnation as the most violent Red King in history. For some reason, Red his, he's been violent the whole time. Now, but he's more violent. He's, okay. He's, he's. I guess. All right. He's whatever. Kicked it up a notch. He's the uh, Emerald of right. Red King. Emerald of he Red King. He Bam. That's right. Hi. Uh, this is the first time Red King has ever defeated an Ultra. Yeah, you're right. I didn't and think it was two at the same both. time for that. Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Anything else that we need to know? Um, any other trivia? I don't think I don't so. Think so. I mean, this wasn't really a great episode other than the fact that you're trying to just get... The coach sent off in a nice way. Right. Which is fine. And I understand that they're just going to try to keep pushing their toys. And they're going to show you a different toy every time. Okay. All right, I guess. I'm going to have to get used to it. <clears throat> That's fine. All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back in a minute for the second episode. Farewell, Icarus. Or goodbye, Icarus. Yeah. Not the one I watched. Either one. Good enough. All right. So there.
You're right, that is weird to watch someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is really weird. This time I counted out our little intuition yeah, and we're just sitting there going, wow. I'm like, that is really unnerving to watch someone do that. Um, and so, I've gotten so used to it, I don't even think about it except yeah. when he does weird faces. It's yeah. the first time I did it. So yeah. I'm sitting there going, yeah, that, kinda, that is very <laughs> odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the next episode of Farewell Icarus, Goodbye Icarus. Um, Let's wait. see. Summary. Wait, give us the date and the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 8-4-2018. Also directed by Kiyotaka Taguchi. Uh, written by Hirotaka Adachi. So we've got um, a young girl named Yuhan Ninomiya has a burning yeah, desire to it's fly. some kind of name. Yeah, it's a little hard. But the wings that she has developed at her university only continue to fail her. Despite her failures, Asami will come to her aid with the help uh, and help her with the wings. Just at that moment, another kaiju, Gyubaser, appears in the city. Asami will gain courage and strength to fight alongside his newfound wind. Yes. Go for it. Means he's gassy. <laughs> Go for it, Asami. Ultraman Blue. Now, <coughs> this girl. Uh huh. Very cute. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like her a lot. But the actual. Running and flapping of wings, and then the girl taking off. It's not happening. But I let it go so far no. because you know what? I know they're just going for the camp of it. Why not just let it be? Yeah, it's nothing structurally would suggest this might work. No, not even a little bit. And you know, she you can see her running and flapping, and that's fine. And then all of a sudden, she just takes off. Yeah, because the wings don't. The wings should be, and I realize that I'm criticizing this show. The kids show. No, I know. Go ahead. Go for but it. This version, even. <laughs> the wings. You look, look at the vulture, right? Spider-Man's yep. vulture. The arms, like the wings extend out past where the end of the arms are. Yes. Yes. As they should be. As they should. And in the... Like a pterosaur. Yes. It's like a pterosaur. <laughs> Pterodactyl, if you will, and in the in the new Spider-Man movie, he had the vents built into the yeah, yeah, yeah. to get him to lift off, yeah. which is fun. And they were, you know, kind of separate, but they were still attached in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So his arm is not the full structure of it, right? And there's in this show it's a powered suit. You understand that, you know? right? She doesn't seem to have much else going on no, other than no. some fancy goggles. Yes, and some <laughs> really fancy wings that look spectacular, but aren't going to be able to do really anything. No. Except for the fact that they make her take off on the show. Of course. Which is okay. Which is, yeah, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I get that. That's not a problem. I understand it. <sighs> um, so, yeah, he, uh, Isami, Isami meets this girl and he's talking to her in her lab. And then he, she's like, I really could use an assistant, hint, hint. And he's like, But I'm awkward. I can't do that. <laughs> and and, and he she, breaks something. Right. She goes, You know, that's uh, like two, two thousand. It was like 200,000 yen. Yeah, which I think is 20,000 yen. Oh, my. Let's see. Let's say it's $2,000. You know, he doesn't. I think it is. Yeah. 200,000 yen. In dollars. Riveting pot, Rich. Riveting pot. 
See, I wasn't even going for the actual amount that's going to be. It's just a no, lot no. of money. One thousand seven hundred sixty-six dollars and so two thousand. Yeah, we'll go with it. It's, it's two thousand dollars. Yeah. So that's still a lot of money for a teenage kid. Now. Yes. Or even a middle age, you know. The, a, yeah, even the thirty-five-year-old boy who's supposed to, <laughs> I don't know how old he is, but <laughs> there's one guy on that baseball team who looks like he's about fifty-six. Yeah, they are old. In that last they're all supposed to be just playing for fun. And yeah. Not really supposed to be losing, but don't yeah. care that they do lose. That one guy looks really old, though. He's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for my AARP benefits to, to kick in. That'd be great. Um, and uh, so he, he starts working with her. And um, then we have uh, this monster. Yeah, there isn't much in the... Uh, there isn't much here for, what do you call it? Um, plot. Well... So I'm glad you took notes. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> um, they they are, go to a park because it's a nice big open area. And there's try, a big crack in the field that was, which is where they just fought right. the last fight. Okay, ding, ding. fine, continuity. And somehow there is wind coming out of this crack in the ground. We know why. Right. A little later. But a little later, why. but. You, you, as they first do it, you're sitting there going, that doesn't make any sense unless it's a vent. But then they show the monster. Exactly. Exactly. Could be something buried under there. Maybe. Maybe. And then they, <laughs> they show that there are, his crystals are glowing near, this mm. crisp, near the crater. So now you're like, okay, fine. So now you notice there's a crystal down there. Right, there's a crystal down there. Somewhere. That's there's our a crystal defining rod. Exactly. And then Azen goes to their shop, looks around, buys this weird jacket. Like a yeah, crazy leather jacket. Crazy leather super, jacket. Which I assumed he was going to give to the guy who was the host for Ultraman Orb. No, no, no. He specifically bought it so that way he could say he was in the shop to buy something to leave a crystal behind. Oh no, he left the homing the listening device. Listening device, yeah. whatever it was. Hey dude. Hi buddy. What's up, Bowie? But he left that behind on purpose. Right. Oh Which yeah. Which is fine. Then his their sister comes in and tries to eat it and he's like he gets all the feedback. This was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, and all right then. Thank you. And somehow this listening device, I don't know how that works when you're that far away, but that's fine. I don't know that much technology. Science! <laughs> I know. You're exactly right. <laughs> and then Minato talks to the girl, and they have a nice heart-to-heart -heart in the lab. That's right. And then go out to the park and yeah, have it. It could have been Wi-Fi, right? It could have been. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Not? Radio, yeah. anything like yeah, that. I, I mean, I know... The basics of it. Yeah. I do work in that sort of technology a little bit, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> there are limitations to technology as much as everybody doesn't like to think that there are. Sure there are. <laughs> There's also limitations to users as much as a lot of people don't like to think. Hey, here I am, the limitation. <laughs> <laughs> that is that limitation. Exactly. He's like, what? how do I pull this episode up? It's on a thumb drive, Pat. Yeah, but I don't understand what to think. <laughs> Hold on. If you think the thumb drive you gave me is going to go quick and easy, you don't know me very well. You have a Blu-ray player, right? Of course I do. There should be a USB port in the well, front is. of it. Yeah. Plug it in. And go right that way. Done. Uh, it we'll should see. pop right up. We'll find out soon. Yep. Because the kids are going to want to see. Oh, yeah. I don't blame them. I'm pretty excited. 
Um, but anyway, so now they go to a different park and they have yet another heart to heart. And you can see that Minato really does like this oh, yeah. girl. Sure he does. And I can't blame him. She's yeah. very cute. She's cute, she's smart. Yeah. yeah. She's got tons of cash. <laughs> Not that that should be a reason, but I'm but just saying. Hair. Just saying. But now Aizen uses the Gu Basar crystal to summon Gu Basar. Yeah. Which I felt a gust of wind from that strange lady, and the wind crystal is surely there. Emerge, Gu Basar. Uh, un, du, trois. Un, du, trois. And I, don't I don't know why he's counting in French, but yeah, and they actually not only because he's he a nut French, bar. That's why I'm guessing that. But not only did he say it in French, which I actually do speak. Yeah, they actually wrote it out in French. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'm good because he was speaking it. Granted, you want to subtitle things in English, but you want to make it the point that he is actually speaking another language, a different language. Like when he says something in English. Obviously, it's translated into English, but it's italicized. Yes. So that yes. you know it's then you know a he says language. it in English. Right. Right. Well, I can't remember. He said something in the shop in English, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, look at that." Okay. Yeah. And I mean, they do it every once in a while. They throw in an English word, mm -hmm. like you said. It's either italicized or quoted mm -hmm. or whatever. That this is an actual English word, so we we know we have to write it down. Yeah. Because you guys are idiots, but. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'll admit I'm an idiot. You're like, wait a minute, am I suddenly understanding Japanese? I think that man just said ham sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. He did. He so did actually cool. say ham sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Gyu Basser rampaged uh, while the Minato siblings are trying to support Yuhar in her attempt to fly. Um, is a re By the way, this monster. Holy he, smokes. Yes. He, as soon as he lands, he starts flapping his wings and knocks buildings and cars and everything over. So those two buildings goes, I was like, oh. <laughs> well then. Oh. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, oh, this guy's really got some good powerful wings. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, actually, you know what the power is? Um, aerokinesis. I like that. That's cool. The, the ability to move wind with your mind. Okay. Or air with your mind. Air with your mind. Aerokinesis. Fantastic. That's that's the sign of somebody being a good science fiction writer. Yeah, they actually show thought that. it out, wrote it out, and said, yeah, we could use that. Sure, yeah. why not? We, everybody can flap wings, but... Like, Aerokinesis, not everybody has. That's right. <laughs> so now the brothers transform, yep. which again... Nicely sped up. Even more sped up than it is last time. getting really fast. And I like it. They're doing the full transformation. Okay, fine. But it is very well sped up, so it's not taking the full five minutes. Now yeah. it's down to two and a half to three, which is great. It's not even that long at this point. Is it's, it a minute and a half to not, two now? I don't even think great. it's that long. It's like a minute. But we're so used to it. It feels longer. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so... Yeah, select crystal. Selecto. All right, already. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> yes, you put the thingy. It goes in the space accordion. Then you do the thing. Okay, surrounded by the azure sea of the such and such. I'm all... Oh. Exactly. Exactly. I long for the days of the beta capsule. Where it's just... Pulls it out, blam, I'm Ultraman. Pow! Socks the monster right in the face. <laughs> but they are moving it a lot yes. faster. See, so you can argue it, but you know they got to do it. I, I, I know why it happens, but it's yeah. a certain... And I granted, I'm only five episodes in. I know. And I, I should know. be like, 
This is fine, but I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was maybe because there's two guys have to yes. do it. Yes. And if it wasn't the full transformation, if they lost a piece or two here or there, it would be better. But they are showing the full transformation. They're just speeding it up. And this time, I actually noticed it. You're right. Because it's real. It's it's. It went from like a five percent speed up to a good. 35, 40 percent. They're just easy. whipping right through it. Yeah, and but the, other the thing voices are pitch corrected lower. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you notice that when uh, Katsumi turned into Ultraman in the last episode, he was wearing the baseball outfit until he transformed and he was his regular, yeah, regular, the blazer and everything. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, so we're just going to ignore it at this point. <laughs> cool. No, no, and that's cool. better with them ignoring it and actually putting him in different clothes because yeah. once he has five of the same outfit, that thing is going to stank by now. <laughs> it's like, guys, change your shirt. It's not that bad. But it's they only filmed one transformation sequence. It aggravates the hell out of me. It really does. It's the one thing. Every other member of the cast has vast wardrobes. These two guys can only wear these two things. Him and Azen. Yeah. Them Azen, Azen. Has, the Azen has the white suit. Which I'm actually good with. No, no, that's fine. It, it suits his character. Right, and he's got multiple of those. Because he would. Because he would. So I'm good with Yes, yes. But what trendy 20-something... Is going to wear the same shirt. <laughs> the exact same shirt. All pants, the damn time. Everything. So, yeah. Jacket. The layers. <laughs> At some point it's going to be warm. You're going to want to take that jacket off. You'd like to think. <laughs> <coughs> but now, with the... Aerokinesis, yeah. the bird can send dirt missiles, oh, some stars, oh, yeah, throw things. Oh, I loved every second of it. Yeah, it and was really good. It's a great looking monster, so too. Oh, absolutely. It's a great looking monster. He made me think of Birdon from the original Ultraman almost right away, yeah. except for the two little dangly ball things on the. Yeah, the chin nuts. <laughs> the chin nuts, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The chin nuts. But I thought of bird on. I'm like, well, this is bird on. We yeah, the chin that's nuts. what I thought it was at first when I heard the, the um. Yeah, it did kind of sound a little like bird on. Like bird on. Yeah. But now the girl is in the park and gets blown away because she's got her wings on. Right. She's so she's riding the wind. All right. Which is neat. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. helpful. No. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to come into where she was going to play some critical. Oh no, she does. She becomes critical she? later on. Oh, absolutely. What does she do? I don't remember. Oh, you'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that. Go ahead. They Now, somehow, <laughs> they get the Tiga crystal. Right. Which gives them... That's the wind crystal. The wind crystal. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. A new suit. Right. As, as it should be. As it should be. You see them flying in the tornado that... Right. And they reverse the tornado. Well, that's how he figures out to reverse the tornado. Because uh, the girl is flying against the direction of the tornado. Okay. He sees her flying against it. Remembers that she said you can always fly against the wind. Then he realizes he can fly against the wind. And then, of okay, course, I missed that last the night. Superman lines flying yeah. against the tornado. Yeah. Gets reverse yeah. tornado right. and stops the wind. Okay. I remember the what. I don't remember the why. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. I wrote it all down because I thought that was the key part, and that's right. why they had this girl in this episode. It's just of, for that one snippet. Right. And then, of course, they blew the monster to smithereens. Of course. They combined the powers of their sluggers to defeat the bird. Of course. All good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, and then I liked the nice double shot that they had 
of the girl and her wings flying in the foreground. Oh yeah, with blue in, in the background. Yeah. And he's I, like, hey baby, what's yeah, up? Exactly. <laughs> and that was a really yeah, that was cool really nice shot of how they did. Yeah, there was money. Money was spent and time was taken. Yeah, yeah. On that one. And then basically that's just the end of the episode. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was really yeah. good. That it was, was really good. Flying off is the end of the episode. Yep. 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 And then I'll just give the crystal real quick before you give your monster minute. This crystal is Tiga, right. who is a sky type, and that's how he has high speed combat and can use the wind. Yeah. Okay. And then did it dawn on you like that's why there's four spaces in the crystal box for fire, water, earth, and wind. I know. I know. That's when it hit me like a dolt, <laughs> like a dolt from the blue. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, that makes sense. Well, it's funny because, like, I thought, like, well, they're getting all these crystals, right? Like, but they're only carrying four. Right. So, is it a case where you're like, well, you better make sure you pick the right four to bring out with you? No. Because if you notice, it's four on each side of the thing. So, you can carry eight. Oh. All right. Then. I know you missed that, but that's fine. It's okay. I did. Because the thing, it's, it looks like a book. Yeah. Opens up. I thought it was flat on the one side. Okay, no, fair no, enough. It, it has one on each side. Okay. But that's fine. Go ahead, our monster let's, minute. Let's let's and let's hear right now from Basser. Really does sound like bird on too. A, a little bit. bit. A little bit. <laughs> but go ahead. Um so there you go. Um let me see here. Suit actor Shiosuke Shikawa, the Gubasser suit. It's modified by repainting Megabasser to resemble a Japanese crested Ibis oh, and man. removing its Maga crystal under a suggestion by Kengo Kuzunoki, the designer of the original monster. Okay. Although a portion of the audience believed this monster as a Maga, Magabasser original variant, uh, the creator says it is a wild type of Megabasser. Okay. Uh, proving that this breed is nonetheless another variant. Okay, sure. Sure, whatever. Is that what you want to go with? Excellent. Why not? He is 55 meters tall, 20,000 tons. Yeah, he's a lightweight. Yeah, well, he has to be. got to fly. Yes, understood. Got to have them hollow bones. Yes. That is it, kids. Yeah, I mean, again... This is not a bad episode. No, I'm, I'm liking this series. And I'm liking the campiness that they are just yeah. pulling on. We couldn't I, have gone from a darker series to a lighter, to a lighter series, series if I we had set it up on purpose. <laughs> and we didn't. Just happened to be how that went. Yes. Um, yeah, so guys, um, the prizes have been mailed out. You should be getting them shortly. Or by the time this episode airs, you probably have them. Um, right. And we'll be making an announcement for... Festival of Merriment 2, Festival Harder, very, very soon. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's it for right now, and we'll see you all next week for more Ultraman Rubu. Uh, Sally Forth, Science Patrol. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.